Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, it was a pretty pint-sized round in round 17, the final bye week of the year, and it got through it uh, relatively unscathed, I think, for most people. It wasn't a huge outing for a lot of big-name players, and it wasn't a small one by any stretch. So if you managed 10-plus players, I think you would have done pretty well. Uh, heading out of that round, looks like a 1,000 points would be the holy grail. I've uh, seen a scattering of those throughout the leagues, but so far it looks like, geez, anywhere between 500 and 900 really is, is where most people ended up. So who knows? So if you're targeted this one for a big showing, you might be uh, climbing the ladder well and truly. But uh, the weeks leading after this will be very, very tricky if you have stacked your side full of 17 players, uh, round 17 that is. So hopefully you've got trades up the sleeve. I know I don't, but uh, nonetheless, went pretty hard at it. So I got 926 with the final game still to update. So uh, hopefully some points coming out of Sharks and Warriors this afternoon. But outside of that, relatively happy across the board. My own NRL team, much less so. Nothing worse than coming and playing that uh, Give You Love to a Cowboys Man song. After another thrashing, it's getting harder and harder. Um, I mean, on Friday, I actually made, I, I told Lakey on the pod during the week that I didn't bother watching him uh, his Knights destroy the Cows 38-0 last week. And I didn't do that either this weekend, 46 to 18, whatever it was. And instead, I got on the beers in the city, decided I needed to walk it off. And that walk was 10K between the city and where I live. So steam out the ears, cooled down by the end, uh, got halfway there and got an Uber. Thought better of it. But yeah, that was my Friday night. Didn't get much uh, more exciting after that into the weekend. But nonetheless, it's getting pretty exciting in the NRL. Fair bit going on. All the teams basically moving up to Queensland. So NRL Magic Round every single weekend. How good could it be? Uh, we've got Origin as well. Everything's, um, yeah, it's, it's all coming up Queensland except the results. So we'll see what happens coming out of, of Game 3. But uh, for Supercoach anyway, it could throw one final bit of spanner into the works. Uh, who knows who will back up, whether there'll be restings, where the players are even going to be. It's all happening. Um, who knows? But... That's in the future. Let's talk about some of the round 17 goings on. Um, not really too much news. We'll get into it. I mean, everyone's on the injury front doing pretty well coming out of these uh, four games of the weekend. So the only ones I've got down here, Janamis Louie, one to three weeks of calf strain, and Toa Sipley in the same game, nasty shoulder injury for him, possibly two to four. Uh, pending some of the wash-up coming out on Monday, didn't seem to be too bad in a weekend on the injury front. So NRL Physio had a, well, a relatively quiet weekend, but he seemed to be up 
up and about for Ash Barty. The Barty party started quite late on Saturday night. He looked to be in the thick of it with his Twitter game. But nonetheless, for the NRL, uh, relatively unscathed, so good to see. Suspension front, uh, the only one to get suspended so far, or possibly, is Highland Lukey, Cowboys uh, Benchy. So a bit of controversy coming out of that Friday game that I did not watch. Did see the highlight of this one got clipped or clipped a play around the head and now sees a week, possibly two of your challenges. So there you go. Nothing else coming out from the first three games. Adam Fenua Blake, uh, as he is wont to do, got put on report for a crusher. Uh, knowing his history, that could be a week or two. Um, so hopefully we didn't need him for numbers for next round. 18 could be a tricky one with all these origin um, wash-ups and all that kind of thing, but we didn't need suspensions or injuries. Thankfully, it might just be AFB that's causing us some concern. Without further ado, let's get to the Rocker of the Week. Hard to go past any of the bunnies for the top three in that game, 130 uh, for each of Cody Walker, uh, AJ, uh, and Tane Mill. Alex Johnson and Tane Mill, they were just lining up Queuing up to score tries, and that's exactly what happened. And Cody Walker, some unreal stat. He had like eight line break assists. He had five try assists and a try contribution. It was just all coming up, Cody. So, I mean, it happened to be against my side, but at least I had two of those three. Tony Milne was not my boy, but would have been a great pickup for anyone that's going. Someone cheap with a great matchup. It certainly came uh, to fruition. So, well done if you had the back three. Jeez, uh, unreal stuff. Um, unfortunately, in that same game, I also had Campbell Graham. Uh, not so good. Uh, how his outside man got 130 and he got 33. Don't know, but uh, there you go. Campbell Graham, not so good in the Rocker Con. Let's go to the, I was going to say the fail of the week. We'll get into the flopper of the week. I mean, kind of a fail. We'll get to the trade fail in a little bit, but I mean, these two guys here, let's start with Jason Saab, 12 points. I mean, that we've seen it before from him this year when he doesn't have turbo, he tends to go a little bit flat and that's exactly what happened. But I mean, geez, if you fell into the trap, I feel very, very sorry for you. I could see why 160 the week before coming up against the Raiders who have been pretty damn ordinary. You'd expect more than uh, the 12 points that he racked up in the end. But again, it's uh, well sort of in line with his previous scoring. So hopefully with a fit and healthy Tommy Turbo, whenever that is coming back into the side, he could bounce back. But geez, that will be number one rage trade candidate, I would suspect, after his cash rises drop after next week. Um, outside of that in today's game, very, very quiet performance from Cody Nikarima, a guy that I'd sort of touted as being a halves candidate, dual positioning, all that sort of stuff. 17, uh, one line break assist to his name at the start of the game. So really kicked off uh, and got absolutely nowhere. So the Warriors, um, they did look a little bit dangerous here and there, but Cody, shockingly uh, underperforming and gave the, the kicking away to Reese Walsh. So obviously not ideal. Walsh coming back into the side, does that mean he's going to get goal kicking long term or is this just a injury management thing for Cody not too sure but uh, 17 points from a pretty highly priced halves play is not the score that you want to rack up the shocker of the week very very hard to go past the one and only Sam Williams double try for him on Friday night Thursday night I should say leading his side to victory two tries a try assist it was all coming up Sam Will Um, so there you go the halves Crisis at the Raiders is averted for at least another week. But Sam Williams, 104 points 
Uh, let's just see who traded this bloke in. I mean, he's relatively cheaply priced, 361K. Got his half spot locked in for the time being. Uh, he had 28 trade-ins for Jerome Luai. So well done, uh, everyone out there. And maybe we'll just get into the trade fail. Mwah. Yeah, I won't play that whole thing again, but the trade fail is none other than Sam Williams. So 28 people traded in uh, him for Jerome Luai and his 104 points. One person traded out, traded in Jerome Luai and traded out Sam Williams. So <laughs> not sure what was going through there. Uh, longer term play, I mean, Luai is coming back in a couple of weeks. Maybe it's not so bad news for him, but geez, for this week, uh, I think you needed the number champion, but 104 points gone begging there. All right, let's get into the game by game. That same game started with, uh, well, it was a flurry of points, 30 to 16. Uh, relatively quiet a couple of the guys in here that people would have had their eye on and had in their teams. And maybe the starting point is Corey Harawira Naira. 44 points and sort of not really heavily involved. It was a rare underperforming uh, kind of show from him. So, I mean, he had a didn't have his usual offloads, didn't have his usual busts. Um, he was just really tackling. And normally we see him get his hands on the ball and uh, try and target down that edge there. But for whatever reason, CHN just having a very quiet outing. So 44, um, not the worst score in the world, but um, you would have hoped for a little bit more on a night like this. Um, Rappiner for the Raiders, I thought looked one of their more dangerous players. 55 points, bit of a pot option in centre wing. Didn't quite pay off, but 55 uh, and no try assists or tries to his uh, name. And he, um, there we go, 36 hit-up points. Quite a uh, busy outing for Rapana, just not uh, leading to points. Top of the list, as we said, was Sam Williams, 104 points. I don't think anyone else saw that coming. A couple of manly guys, though, that would have been a, a handy addition. Dylan Walker, 84. Uh, so he had an early try. Um, couldn't get the manly side dragged back into this game, but he's 84. That's a, yeah, uh, who, who'd have thought? Dylan Walker, the top manly point scorer from this game. And our boy Guac, Hamoli Olokowatu, he got 79 points in a try. It looked very, very dangerous out there. Has been bubbling along a little bit. He's made almost 200 grand so far in the game uh, with basically what looks like a starting second row spot locked up, at least for the short term. So great stuff for Hamoli if you got onto him. One of the biggest surprise packets for me was Moses Suli. Um, firstly, he was involved in one of the most hilarious uh, sort of quasi-tries I think you'll ever see. The Falcon, not even looking at the ball, turned to face away um, past his own try line. Out of nowhere, the ball hits him in the schnoz and it goes and sets a try up for the for the Raiders. So not a great night for Moses, but he did bounce back with a try of his own, cutting through some pretty flimsy Raiders defense. So he was a very cheap option. Shouldn't uh, be in the side you would have. Wouldn't think, um, not only based on that um, Falcon, but just based on how he has gone this year. Seems to be um, not so favoured in that um, manly back line. But 71 points, if you did jump on the cheapy, well done to you. Um, Ryan Sutton, 63, good front row, second row jewel buy. If you did go that way, it's pretty handy enough score from a guy who's in that sort of mid-range pricing. Um, no one else really. I mean, Jason Saab, we did talk about flopper of the week, 12 points, just not involved at all. Kurt to Lewis, 15, another cheapie off the bench. Um, I think about that many minutes. Wasn't really great showing. And Ryan James had a brief flurry of about 10 minutes where he came onto the park in the second half and then immediately went off again. So not sure what the go is there, but 16 points. I mean, who knows? It might have been the difference in a head-to-head if you had held on to him. But um, outside of that, 
did not reach any great heights, I don't think, this game. I mean, good to see the Raiders bounce back. They um, have had a pretty torrid run. Whether this kickstarts anything for them, I'm not too sure. Maybe finally the boy that I don't have and, and sort of had to death ride in a big way here because everyone had jumped on him with the mammoth scores he was putting up and the, the price tag he's got is just absolutely unreal and climbing. And that's Ruben Garrick. 51 points. He started fantastically. Um, so busted tackles, was looking very dangerous and, you know, an inch or two away from making a break and that kind of thing. Just didn't reach any, like Manly, didn't reach any great heights. Um, he, you know, kicked his three or two of his three goals. I mean, that was all right. Um, missed a few tackles, but really yeah, he was looking pretty dangerous with the ball in hand. Um, and he had a, quite a bit, so six busts from him in the end, um, about 26 hit-up points. A couple of held up in goals too where he's um, held the player over the line, got three points each for them. So, I mean, he was involved enough but not um, not the sort of points you'd want to see out of a 800K uh, centre wing. But nonetheless, he's going to be a, a hold for the long term. When Tommy Turbo is back, it's going to be even more stressful for me as a non-owner to sit there and watch Friday night's game. Not a lot of cheering, obviously, if you're a Cowboys fan, but the Ray, the Rabbitohs, geez, I'm all over the place. See, the Rabbitohs absolutely put them to the sword in that second half, um, ran away with it all courtesy. There were some great tries, got to say. As a rugby league fan, it, it does pain you to, um, to watch it if you're, if it's your own side, but having a look at the way the bunnies just crafted those tries, not great defense on the edge, but geez, um, you could see these coming a mile away. It still made them no less pretty to watch. So Cody Walker, 130, Alex Johnson, 130, and Tally Milne, 131, all the dynamic trio, really. Uh, nothing really else needs to be said about them. Um, beyond that, I mean, the only other player I had in this game was Campbell Graham, and you know, it's a frustrating one when you're involved in that outside man play and getting absolutely no points for it. So Campbell was surplus to requirements on the night, 33 and basically all base. Um, Kaloa Matangi, he's been, he's slid back a little bit, 50 points to him. Um, in this game, he's not really reaching any great heights. Something about that Bunny's second row spot. It was Jaden Sewer last year, uh, Liam Knight as well. And now it seems to be Kaloa Matangi. You think with the extra minutes and involvement and then a pretty good attacking side, he'd uh, be racking up a few more bigger score lines than that. But nonetheless, 50, I guess you will take. Uh, who else have we got? Adam Reynolds, he was a, well, very much a pod by halves only. Uh, 68 points, of course, he was going to get um, a handful of goals in this one, which is exactly what he did. Um, yeah, no one else really. Blake Taff, 49, scored a try, one of the greater or well, the better tries on the night there to kick through by Alex Johnson for him. That was uh, very pretty to watch. 49 points from a cheapy center wing fullback, sorry, 5'8", who's going to drop out of the side, you would imagine, for the rest of the run home. Done his job for you, 50 points. You will absolutely take that to the bank, as you would with Dejan Arcee for the Cows, 47. Uh, relatively um, uninvolved in the second half when the Cowboys had zero ball. But in the first, he was popping up here and there, looking dangerous, set up a try. Um, on the one of the few occasions where we actually looked like a proper NRL team. So good on Dejan, similar to Blake Taff, will probably drop out over the next few weeks and maybe make a reappearance in the case of injuries. But it was a handy showing from him in the highlights that I saw. Jason Salmalolo, 87. So his third game, I believe, of the season above 60 points. So just goes to show how far off the boil he has been. But uh, a rare sight, him streaking down the field, clothes on, uh, streaking down the field, busting tackles and ultimately setting up uh, what was our second try. So um, good to see him out and about. Um, did put an offload in late as well. 
that helped lead to our, the last trial when the proceedings were basically all done and dusted. But you never know. He's uh, been on the park now, what was it, three, four, five weeks in a row now. Hopefully the injuries are behind him and he can use this as some sort of base. Um, he might just need a bit of a confidence boost and then maybe that run will be what uh, has sparked it. But would have had a, a smattering of interest, I'd suspect, in this game, just given the name. Um, definitely not the form line, but um, yeah, having a look at that, maybe a 1,000, 1,500-odd trade-ins, so would be relatively happy with that. Uh, but who knows? The minutes are still floating around. They're okay, nearly an hour in this game, but that's what we expect out of him. So uh, in this case, that line break and a couple of offloads really did boost that score. Uh, none of the other Cowboys you really wanted. Highland Lukey, uh, as we mentioned at the top of the pod, he was sin-binned and has now caught a one- to two-week suspension, but he was a cheapy second row. Um, option didn't get a, a lot of minutes but I think he is one of our better players it's unfortunate timing for anyone that might have jumped on him or have had him uh, since he was on the bubble so long ago but yeah unfortunately the Cowboys are not much doing and in a surprise result really just basically the scoreline 22 to 16 the Roosters just getting home over the dogs so I thought this one would be a blowout as I think a lot of people did given the amount of roosters we might have already traded in or traded in leading up to this game. Uh, unfortunately, didn't uh, reach any great heights in terms of Supercoach, but was still a pretty good uh, good game to watch, one of the rare ones when the Bulldogs are involved. So they hung in there and made a contest, so that was good to see. Uh, top scorer in the game, Matt Nicobalo, 83. A lot of conjecture in the lead-up, whether he'd still hold his spot down or whether Suwali would come in for him. Uh, for Ikevalu owners, you breathe a sigh of, sigh of relief when you saw Suwali scratched. Um, obviously, Ikevalu benefited from that. A couple of uh, good involvements from him, one try to him, a um, handful of good runs. So good return from Ikevalu and, geez, you would have been... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Sweating bullets leading up to this one, I'd imagine, given the uh, Ikevalu dropping out of the side last week. I thought that might have been this, the case this time around, but no, it's Wally getting the rest. So unfortunate for... So Ali owners like me, but there you go. Them's the breaks, and that's typical buy-round uh, fun. Next on the list was Tupanua. So one of the guys that I do have, 80 points. Um, got a couple of line breaks and a try to his name. So, I mean, a lot more involved than last week goes uh, without saying, but 80 points. Could have been more. Um, I think he, he spilled a couple of balls in reasonably good position. Um, missed a few tackles, but uh, that's a typical Tupanua game. When he gets across the stripe, tends to score pretty well like he did there. So you'll absolutely take that to the bank. Um, on the other side, Luke Thompson. Uh, he only played 53 minutes, but he's still got decent stats out of that one. 62 uh, points from him. 
a late, I think, held up in goal three points, which was a nice little booster. But 62 points from Dogs Ford, you're going to take that every day of the week. Um, and, I mean, there's a couple of couple of guys in the dog side that you might have had a look at. Um, Aaron Shoup in the centres there, cheapy, 43 points for him. Um, who else have we got? A couple of people had jumped on to uh, Manu of Bulldogs fame, 21 points from that cheapy there. So not really a hell of a lot doing in, in Joe Stimson. Well, was named at starting second row, bumped back to the bench and got 21 points. So he's, yeah, not uh, relevant in this game or seemingly the NRL. It's uh, been a weird fall from somewhat grace for him over the last couple of years, but um, not uh, not sure what's going on there. Um, and then back to the Roosters, the Joseph Manu at fullback looked very dangerous, 79 points. Um, always tends to go pretty well. I think we've all uh, seen that before. Whenever Teddy's out and Manu gets shifted there, it tends to be good things for Joey Manu. So whether that means he'll get another run at the fullback spot after this week, um, given the Roosters or contingent will be backing up, including Tedesco. Could be uh, another spell in their one jersey for him, which would be great news for anyone that bought in. Um, Hargraves, JWH, he was the prop you wanted. Uh, a few people obviously have gone um, Sia Sua Takiyaho, but it was uh, JWH that had one of his rare, weird, uh, he just had, wants to take the bull by the horns and get heavily involved and be the big man. And that's exactly what he was here, 75, um, about an hour of game time. So, yeah, uh, it's one of those things. Don't buy into it because he'll be get back at 40s and sin bend in no time at all. Sam Walker, all the talk about him after the game for his little um, stunt, running the ball backwards 90 metres in this one. Um, if you could give negative points out, um, I know they do in the NRL fantasy game. I know you they give points based on meters gain so do you reckon he lost points uh for running 90 odd meters backwards um you'd hate to see it if you captained him or whatever but there you go thankfully for super gosh i still think he got like one point um for that run so there you go 65 in the end from him couple of tries those long passes that he tends to like doing um a couple of missed goals he shanked him but uh still got the goal kicking so i mean that's good news for anyone that's got him um who else we got I mean, SST, Takiyaho, 57, not uh, anything to sneeze at, but, um, yeah, I mean, JWH outpointed him in that one and got his game time as well, so not uh, ideal benching. But Victor Radley, speaking of good game time, 71 minutes, 58 points was the result. Tended to just be the link man in the Roosters' attack, so every time he seemed to get the ball, he would just shovel it on. Um, but if you listen to all the NRL commentators and pundits, um, it's a very important role that he plays and freed up Sam Walker. Uh, in the event. So Victor Adley, well, he wasn't getting hit-up points. He got 45 on tackles, um, a try contribution, quick play the ball, I think it was. But um, yeah, 58 from a 330K returning hooker second row forward. I mean, I bought him in. Um, not really sure what to expect, but 58, I would have taken that and run with it at the start of the week. So not sure what happens now. Obviously, with Crichton coming back, pushes Isaac Liu potentially either to the bench or into the lock jersey. And who knows what will happen with Radley, but I don't think 71 minutes is going to be um, in his uh, wheelhouse over the next couple of months. But um, good stuff anyway for the one round that we probably needed him for. And he'll now just be back up in the run home if he did get him. Daniel Tupo, a bit disappointing, 50 points. I know a lot of people expected more given his history, um, particularly against these sort of uh, lesser sides. Had a couple of tough weeks against the Storm and Panthers. I've had him for both of them. Uh, in this one, I thought he might be a bit more freed up, but uh, didn't get the ball a hell of a lot. A couple of big runs where he busted a heap of tackles and I think got an offload away, really boosted his score. But outside of that, heavily uninvolved. 
um, but 50 points in basically base and power, as we like to call it, all the busts and stuff, uh, I guess we'll uh, give that a pass mark. Um, just looking down the list, probably no one else really worth mentioning. Sam Verrill's had a bit of love at uh, 249K in the hooking spot, but has done what he's done all year, and that's 33 points. His points per minute is terrible for a starting hooker, so hopefully you avoided that trap. Final game of the round, it was an interesting one. Uh, a lot of errors, a lot of penalties, didn't get uh, much of a flow into this one. But uh, nonetheless, the Sharks get another win to their name, 20-12 to 12 over the Warriors. Um, star performer, really. Uh, on the losing side, I've got to say RTS, the way he was involved, uh, put Reese Walsh away for a long-range uh, run in the second half, got a try of his own, backing up through the middle. You do not see wingers doing that. Um, just goes to show they've got two fullbacks out there and RTS needs to get his hands on the ball a bit more often because that's when they looked at their most dangerous. But 83 points. Um, for Supercoach, I guess, being on the wing, it push, pushes him right out of uh, the line of sight for us um, in terms of bringing him into our sides. But for the Warriors, in this case, he was probably their best player, I thought. So unfortunate uh, for him to go down in what's his final season, but hopefully he can spark something for them uh, from the back and from the wing. Um, Reese Walsh is a man who's punted him out of that fullback spot, 75 points. Um, did look a bit shaky out there under the high ball and that kind of thing. Has Is his first game for quite a while, so at least got through it uh, with that hamstring unaffected, so 75 points. Got the goal kicking as well, as we said at the top, Cody Nikarima, uh, giving it to him on his return. So, a reasonable boost to his point scoring tally there uh, with a couple of goals. But uh, early try, um, just backing up off the kick. So, I mean, that was great stuff for, I know, Lakey bought him a, a few weeks ago. And thankfully, the run has timed itself perfectly, not in origin, backing up um, back from injury for this all-important round 17 game. So, great number if you did bring him in. But who knows? It's now a challenge. What are you doing the run home? I mean, 75 points against the Sharks. You're going to take that. Is it going to be enough um, in that pretty congested fullback spot as we get into the business end of the year? Um, at 563K, um, a little bit of cash to play with, but we know some of the premium guys like Pappenhausen are going to take some sort of uh, trading up to get in. So interesting times for Walsh owners. Um AFB and Matt Lodge, Fanua Blake and Matt Lodge, uh, ran in tandem. So I think Lodge got 59 minutes, AFB got 55. So split that time pretty evenly. 59 for Fanua Blake and 50-odd, uh, 47, in fact, for Lodge. So AFB wins out there. A couple of offloads uh, to his name, as we always tend to see with Fanua Blake. He tends to open stuff up through the middle. They, I think they were reasonable offloads as well so should get a nice little upgrade a um, couple of bad penalties given away from him i thought he could have uh if he was wearing a cowboys jersey probably been sinbinned for his effort in the second half putting one around the chops of a sharks player but uh thankfully for us got to stay on the park so 59 maybe in a little bit of trouble with the judiciary but we shall see what the wash-up says next or tomorrow sean johnson 52 um Basically, all of this, 30 points in force dropouts. So, I had the ball on a string when it came to the line. But this passing game, his, his outside men sort of let him down a little bit here. Um, I thought they'd, you know, the likes of Ramian, um, Katoa, those sort of guys just didn't seem to benefit too much off of this. But the guy I think really cost him was Talakai. Um, just very, I don't know, it's not a, not a typical sort of performance we come to expect from him after his last season. Um, every time he got the ball with the line in sight, you thought, geez, he's going to go over here. But no, just brought down, which sort of robbed uh, both him 
and SJ of bigger points in this game. So disappointing for anyone that uh, had Talakai, particularly because he was given a starting second row spot. So played out 60-odd minutes, which is great stuff uh, minutes-wise, but 32 to his name in the end. Uh, what could have been that unfortunate news for anyone that has jumped on? Talakai just isn't the same guy we saw last season. A couple of other flops, really. Jesse Ramian uh, sort of hogging the ball. There was one he absolutely bombed a try on the edge there. He ran himself, which we've come to expect from him. Uh Handy for our hit-up points for any owners out there. Not so handy for his attacking stat column. 38 for him may get a couple of upgrades in points. But, um, yeah, again, that's probably a D-plus on uh, on that outing. And as we said, uh, our flopper of the week, or one of them, Cody Nicarine, 17. Uh, I think many, many owners will be um, face-palming if they did bring him in. I know I was very close to. Thankfully, didn't pull the trigger and just went with SJ instead. But um, Cody, 17. In his in uh, his owner's time of need, that's uh, typical buy round stuff. Sometimes these players just do not do what they want you to do. Um, we gave Wenon a bit of stick for this one a while ago, and that was bringing in Dallin Watene's Lesniak on that week where he fell asleep or got drunk, whatever it was, forgot to do his Rabbitohs trades, missed all of those. So his last resort was to get DWZ. Uh, Watene Zalesniak ended up signing with the Warriors not too long after that. Uh, went over there, timed the run very well here, went in 48 with a try assist. So I thought he was a little better than that. A um, couple of errors at the back, but the kicking game for the Sharks made sure he didn't have a fun night of it out there. But um, outside of that, I thought he was very good uh, returning the ball and that kind of thing. I thought he was uh, one of their better players on the attacking front. Unfortunately, just couldn't um, bank the points as a result, but 50 points-ish from that guy. He's outpointed my guy, Jesse Ramian. So well done, Wenon. Um, you win this week's battle of the somewhat floppers in this game. All right, that's round 17 in the bank, uh, in the books. It's done and dusted. We head on into Origin. I uh, don't know how fun this one's going to be to watch, but who knows? 2-1, 3 nil. Uh, I think everyone's really concerned more about uh, where the NRL is going to be played. I know a few people are, are talking about magic rounds in Brisbane and the Goldie, maybe even Townsville. Uh, for now, I think it's just get out of Dodge, New South Wales. So if everyone down there, stay safe, uh, stay masked up, do what you need to do to make sure that we're not dealing with this um, absolute shit of a shit fight of a uh, virus for too much longer. So all the best to everyone out there. Uh, JT here for the Sunday wrap. I think if you got 1,000 points, you've absolutely flown above the pack so far this week, but uh, all is not lost if you did get yourself into that five, six, seven hundred range. Uh, round 18 could be even more of a challenge with teams backing up, players dropping out as they love to do left, right and centre. So hopefully get a full, healthy 17 players on the park as we head into the business end of the Supercoach season. Catch you on Tuesday.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.